This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Good evening. Tonight, I got a special request from a lovely girl out in California who wanted me to talk about Zoom dating and also how to text, whether you text somebody back right away or how do we go about this virtual dating that we're all dealing with while we're in quarantine, okay? Now, I'm going to talk about just general dating. People will, you know, a lot of people are active on the dating apps now because we're all you know, confined in our homes, we're doing social distancing, and we're trying to have interactions, you know, virtually by either going on the dating apps or Facebook or Instagram or any kind of way you can, you know, interact with people and get to know people and try to have a emotional kind of date with them and and get to see what they're all about. And hopefully when the social distancing finally you know, ends and we could all go out. We can meet these people, right? Now we're doing the hunting. We're, We're searching for people that we could interact with, that we could build a connection with. So when you go on the dating apps, you know, it's a weed out. There's no doubt there. It's a weed out when you go on these apps. All right. So when you generally go on the app, first of all, I'm not a big fan of the dating apps just because I feel that the majority of the people on there, and especially um, when it comes to the men, are not there for the right reasons, all right? Because a lot of people have done the friends with benefits or have done the hookups. So, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, that's one thing. That's a totally different way to handle things, all right? But if we're talking about going on dating apps or having dates to kind of meet a potential future partner, it's a whole different ball game, all right? Which means that you really have to weed out even more who you're dealing with, all right? So the first thing I always tell you guys, you have to really look at somebody and and study them and try to get an idea of the type of person that you're dealing with. So you want to look at their profiles. You want to look at the type of pictures that they put on their profiles, all right? If they're putting all uh, pictures you know, with their shirt off or any kind of sexual oriented type of pictures, all right, they could be just looking for a hookup or a sexual partner or maybe want to do a virtual sex chat with you. You really won't know until you talk to them and see how the conversation rolls out with them to really know what kind of person you're dealing with. So you have to be really careful, all right, because you don't want to jump on a video chat with just anybody, What I suggest is 
you have a few conversations with them. First of all, they should definitely get on the phone with you before you even do any kind of virtual chat with that person. All right. Like when we do virtual chats, we want to look our best. We want to, you know, have our hair right. We want to look nice. You know, you want to give out a nice impression. You don't want to come off too sexy because when you come off too sexy, you're going to give off a vibe like that. And in a lot of cases, you're going to attract the wrong type of partners. All right. You want that person to like you for you, not because you're a sexual object, because what will happen is they'll start chatting with you and then it'll you know, they'll start to test you with little sexual innuendos, all right? So you have to be really careful about that. I always say what you put out there is what you get back. So you have to really put out a very nice, classy image, all right? Just be yourself. Don't overthink it. Just be yourself. Be nice. Make sure, you know, you look presentable, clean, and, and you know, attractive, all right? Just be normal, be attractive, and be yourself, all right? But before you jump on a virtual chat with somebody, I really recommend that you you have phone conversations with them. And like I told you guys in the past, if they don't get on the phone with you, that is a red flag. They could be quarantined, quarantined with their wife or girlfriend, all right? Red flag, all right? They're there should be no excuse why they can't get on the phone with you, all right? And if they're always making excuses, don't don't believe it, all right? Don't believe it. They may just be looking to you for, you know, entertainment to talk to you uh, by text or maybe they might want to jump on a virtual uh, chat with you if their partner is not around, all right? Um, which is kind of hard with the quarantine, but I'm just saying they should get on the phone with you on a regular basis and try to have conversation with you. They should try to take an interest in you and want to find out information about you. I always say if they're not asking questions about you, they're not that interested in getting to know you. What somebody shows you is how much interest they have in you, all right? So in other words, if somebody's contacting you on a regular basis and they want to get on the phone with you on a regular basis, that's the level of interest that they're showing you. The more of a level of interest that they're showing you, the more they're into you, all right? So keep that in mind when you're doing this virtual dating business. Now, everybody talks about the Zoom dating, but also you have to remember there's other apps you could do as well. There's Google Duo. There's Facebook Messenger has the video on there. Of course, there's FaceTime, all right, and Skype and all of that, all right? Uh, just be careful. Protect your identity. Uh, don't ever tell anybody where you live or anything like that because you don't know who you're dealing with. You don't want anybody showing up at your house, all right, that you don't know. So be careful. You know, don't put your last name or anything like that when you create it. Um, the other thing is, you want, like I said, you want to start out just by conversation, good conversation. You want to ask them questions too. You want to find out just what kind of person you're dealing with. Ask them about their prior relationships. How long were they? How long are they single? You know, what are their their goals in life? What are the, Where do they see themselves in a few years? 
you know, just general conversation about them, trying to get a feel for who they are, how they're coping with the quarantine. You know, everybody's talking about that. How are you dealing with the quarantine, right? But you want to kind of get to the nitty gritty and really see what kind of person you're dealing with, right? So you want to ask a lot of questions and you want to be sure that whoever you're dealing with is taking an interest in you. They're asking you questions and not just about the quarantine, you know, unless you're just looking at it like, oh, you're just going to make friendships. Friendships is totally different, you guys. If you're looking for relationships, then they should take more of an interest and want to, you know, find out information about you, not just have idle chit-chat about the quarantine and the coronavirus pandemic that's going on in the world and talking about general issues. You know, they should be asking you about your work. They should be asking you about your family situation. Um, you know, how long you're single? Do you have children? Those are questions that people ask that are interested, not just about the coronavirus or general topics. I mean, okay, initially, maybe the first or second conversation might be generalized. But at the more you talk to them, if they're really interested in getting to know you, they're, they're going to ask you more specific questions about yourself, all right? The more detailed they get into a conversation with you, the more interest they have in you, all right? So when you're like, when you're starting out, right, and you're just starting out with the texting business, I always say, show them the same level of interest that they show you, not more, not less, all right? So if they're texting you, you know, you could be normal and you could respond back. Wait a few minutes, you know, you don't want to jump on it the minute somebody, you know, hits you up by a text. Wait a few minutes, text them back. Now, if you're busy with something, okay, just be polite and just be like, listen, I'm in the middle of this, but I'll get back to you when I'm done. All right. You're showing them a common courtesy. You're not playing games because what I'm going to tell you is there's a fine line here when it comes to initially texting and getting to know somebody. If you start to play games, all right, the other person may sense that you're playing games and they could get turned off. All right. Or they're going to play games right back to you and it's going to be a no-win situation for either person. And both people are going to kind of drift apart and be like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. Let me move on to the next. And in the world that we have today, where there's so many opportunities, so many options available online, all right? You don't want to turn somebody off either. For instance, if they text you and you wait five hours to text them back, all right? Because they're going to get turned off too and say, oh, you know, she doesn't have that much interest in me. Let me move on to the next, all right? There's a way to show interest without coming off too desperate, all right? So what I'm trying to say is you show them the same level of interest that they show you. Now, if you find that this person is contacting you but you feel like you're just one of their options, right? This happens all the time, all right? They're contacting you and then you hear from them, let's say one day, and then you don't hear from them for another three days, then they come back. They're not showing you 
a great level of interest, all right? And especially if they're quarantined, where are they going? They're not going anywhere, all right? So they should be showing you a consistent level of interest. I mean, even if we weren't quarantined, it's like I told you, people make time for who they want to, all right? They will move mountains if they really want to talk to you or they're really interested in you. So don't believe excuses, all right? You got to be careful of people that are always giving you excuses. Where there's a will, there's a way, all right? I mean, generally, yes, certain things could happen. But if you see a general pattern of this person always making excuses for reasons they can't talk to you, all right, it's a lot of nonsense, all right, you guys? People make time for who they want to make time for, and especially now during the quarantine. So, You see the level of interest, you start a conversation with them, you try to see the connection that you have with them, right? See, relationships will grow when you build that connection. Let's say you have things in common that you could talk about, or let's just say you have similar personalities and you laugh at the same type of jokes, you have similar humor, all right? When If you want um, a guy to keep coming back, He wants to be around somebody that's positive, somebody that's not talking about their exes all the time. He wants to feel good when he talks to you. And there's a way of doing that, okay, without coming off too much and, and, you know, giving off kind of a desperate vibe because you don't want to be too accommodating either because in human nature, they'll look at that and they'll say, oh, she's desperate. Look, she's always available for me. She she texted me back the second I text her. Um, and, and they, you know, people misinterpret that thinking that you don't have your own life. So you want to show that you have your own life, whether you're busy with your work or you're busy doing things around the house or you're busy with your kids. Don't let anybody feel that they have you 100% wrapped. The minute they feel they have you 100% wrapped, that interest will go down in a lot of cases, all right? Not for everybody, but in a lot of cases it will, okay? Especially for people that are out there just looking to conquer. So you want to kind of always, you know, you want them to always come back for more, all right? You don't want to... uh You don't want to move too fast, all right? Also, when you move too fast, it also shows a level of desperation as well. Like, you know, you're not being careful about the partners you choose. You'll take anybody, so you're moving fast with them, all right? Because this is a process for you as well to really see if that person is somebody that you want to give your time and energy to, all right? You want to see how much time and energy they give you, And you want to match that and give it back to them. Now, if, like I said, if you're dealing with somebody, and this happens a lot because of all the options out there, if you're dealing with somebody that is just contacting you whenever they feel like it, all right, and they're not making you a priority, you don't make them a priority, all right? If you have an opportunity to talk to somebody else that is showing you more interest, you give your interest to that person, We like people that like us, all right? We don't go after people that don't show us interest that we should be getting. 
So keep that in mind, all right? And if you see that that's a pattern, that somebody's just breadcrumbing you, so to speak, that means like they're just contacting you whenever it's convenient for them or whenever they're bored. Some people will just contact you. You know, in a lot of cases, men will just contact women because they want somebody to talk to. So they're looking for somebody to be their therapist or they're looking for somebody that, you know, will fill in that time block for them. Or maybe they're looking to test you and see maybe they could get you on a video chat maybe and possibly, you know, see how sexual you are and test you and see how much you're willing to do, how much you like them. Okay, don't fall for that. All right. Take it slow, talk to them initially, and make sure you get them on the phone. So chat with them a couple times on the phone, feel them out, see what kind of conversation you're having, see if they're making an effort in the conversation, all right? Or if they're just sitting there saying, yeah, no, uh-huh, or you feel like you're the one who's got to carry the conversation, you'll know. That's why I always say, get on the phone, because when you get on the phone with somebody, you get a feel for the type of person they are. You could hear it in their voice. You could hear the level of interest. You could also see by their conversations how intelligent they are, all right? So it's really important. And they, you, they wanna be consistent. So now let's say you're dealing with somebody and they're showing you that interest, right? And they're contacting you regularly. You guys are talking on the phone on a regular basis. The next step is you 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 video chat, right? So you plan out a time in your day that fits for the both of you. It could be in the evening. I don't know. Some people, you know, they work out in their homes or they're doing work during the day. You figure out a time that works out for the both of you. And you do like a half hour or longer video chat with that person. Now, I don't suggest being on the video chat for hours with them, all right? You want to start out slow, like a half hour to an hour initially, you know, just talking to them. And you see the level of interest that they have in you, all right? And what I always suggest is you be the first one to end the video chat first, all right? Don't be hanging on, hanging on, hanging on waiting for them to say, well, I have to go now, all right? And you're like sitting there like, uh, you know, waiting, like desperate, like, oh, you have to go, you know, like you have no life and you have nobody else contacting you. So what I suggest is you cut it off a little shorter than you normally would talk and say, you know, there's something that you have to take care of, whatever it could be, all right? You know, maybe you have to do the dishes, you know, because we're quarantined now, or, you know, maybe you have to put your child to bed or maybe you have to do laundry or whatever it could be, all right? You're showing that you value yourself, you respect yourself. You're not just showing a level of desperation by hanging on and hanging on and hanging on. And the same thing goes with being on the phone with them as well. If you hang on the phone with them and some of them will make you hang on the phone for hours, okay, because they got nothing better to do. All right, till they find the next one and then you wonder what happened to them. Some of them will have you on the phone for hours for a week every night and then, you know, they'll come a day, they'll start talking to someone else and they disappear on you. All right, so that's why you don't want to be on the phone with them for hours and hours in the very beginning. You want to take it slow. You want to see that consistency pattern. When they show you that they're interested, then you go to the video chat thing and you start talking and you video chat and, you know, you talk about whatever is going on in your life or, 
you know, past experience in life that you've gone through, you know, maybe you want to talk about your goals, what you're trying to do in your career, your business, or talk about your family. Try not to bring up anything that's negative, all right? Because most of the time when you're initially meeting people, you don't want to bring up the negatives. You want to keep it on a positive note, all right? Later on, they'll find out all the negatives, all right, as people do in relationships, all right? That's when everybody's true colors come out later on because in the beginning, everybody's on their best behavior, all right? So don't bring up past exes. Don't talk about how your past ex cheated on you or treated you lousy, all right? Because they're going to look at you and say, well, why would you allow somebody to treat you poorly? You must not value yourself to allow somebody to treat you poorly. So even if that is the case, you don't need to divulge that information in the beginning, all right? Because I'll be honest with you, that is an attraction killer, all right? So you want to keep things on the positive note. You want to get off that that phone with them or that video chat with them and you want to feel like you left on a positive note, all right? People want to be around positive people, happy people, people that lift them up. You don't want to be having a conversation and, and talk about all the negatives and, and be whining and complaining, all right? Who wants to talk to somebody that's whining and complaining all the time? Nobody does, all right? You want to be the light of their life. You want to bring sunshine into a dark place, especially with what's going on with this pandemic. So you want to be kind of, you know, you want to be a positive person as best you can and put your best foot forward, showing that, you know, whatever will happen with this, you know, we'll get through it. And, you know, you're a positive light. You're a safe haven for that person. All right. You want that if you like that person and you want that person to keep coming back to you, you have to be kind of a safe haven, a, a, a good place for that person so that the more that person feels that that, you know, comfortableness of being around you and everything, they're going to keep wanting to come back because it's it's a good feeling. All right. If you want somebody to keep coming back to you, you know, even when it comes to attraction, you want to create a good feeling for that person. And it's not about always being accommodating. See, this is what a lot of women don't get. It could go the other way, too, with men to women or partner to partner. All right. They think, oh, well, if I keep making him dinner or I do this for him or I do that for him, when you're too accommodating, he's going to look at it and he's going to say, wow, wow, I have her wrapped around my finger. I, I could do anything I want and she'll still be there for me. OK, you never want anybody to think they have you wrapped around their finger. All right, you guys, because then they kind of they'll they'll feel like they could do whatever they want and you don't want that. All right. But what I'm basically saying is that you basically, you want them to always have a good feeling when they're talking to you and feel like, boy, you know, I want to, I want to call her tonight because I love talking to her. We have a great conversation. You know, they get off there and they're smiling and they're feeling good. This is what you're doing during this quarantine time. You're building that connection. All right. And the more time somebody invests in you, all right, the more they give to you, which is their time, their resources, which is their time, their energy, the more they invest in you, 
the more important and the more they're going to value you. All right. So this is what you're doing. You're building that bond. You're building that core foundation of a relationship. All right. And you're doing it emotionally. That's why this quarantine in a way is a good thing for a lot of people that are dating. All right. Because it kind of forces them to build that core foundation, that emotional connection before bringing the sex and the physical into it. This is where a lot of people have a problem. Right away, they're, you know, before this whole uh, quarantine, people were like going and meeting somebody before even getting on the phone and having a conversation. And a lot of people were hooking up and having sex and then thinking that the guy was going to call him. No, he's not going to call you. He got what he wanted from you. There's no more challenge. All right. But when you do it the other way and you get to know some, and I'm not saying that happens all the time. There are people that do contact somebody after having sex initially. Okay. Very, there are some rare cases where they contact you when they're only looking for sex from you in the future. All right. It's not a great way to go. You guys, it's better to build that emotional attraction, that core foundation, getting to know the inner person, because now they're building an emotional attachment. When they have an emotional attachment for you, it's going to make your relationship stronger. All right. Because sexual relationships burn out fast. Okay. When it starts with sex, it ends with sex. So that's why you want to build that emotional attraction. So let's get back to number one. You want to talk to them on the phone, make sure they get on the phone with you. You want to make sure that they're asking you questions about you get into, you know, good conversations, not just superficial, you know, what's going on in politics. I mean, you can have those kind of conversations, but you want to, you want to see that that person is interested in you and what you're about, and you should be doing the same. All right. Then you move to the video chat. Then you start to video chat with them and you see how that goes. Now, then you could set up a, a time sequence. And especially if you're dealing with somebody that's far away. All right. Somebody that, you know, is a long distance relationship in a lot of cases. So it doesn't have to be long distance. It could just be that you're both quarantined in the same city. It doesn't matter. But you set up regular times that you're going to do your video chat. Okay. It might be eight o'clock at night. It could be later or it could be first thing in the morning. Whatever works for the both of you. You, you have to talk it out. Now, when you're doing the dating thing, all right, initially, and let's say you have the first video chat. One of the things I want to tell you is this. Just because you have a video chat with that person and let's say that person stops contacting you, all right? Don't take it personally, all right? Because not everybody is for everybody. You might have had conversation with that person and you might be like, why, is, why isn't he contacting me anymore? Or why, why doesn't he want to, you know, do a video chat again? Because maybe he's looking for something else and it's not necessarily something you did wrong. All right. Like everybody has a certain type that they're looking for. All right. So you just have to chalk it up as, okay, it was not a connection and you find somebody that you do connect with. All right. So don't take it personally. All right. Or it could just be somebody that's jumping around that likes to talk to different people. All right. The way you're going to know if somebody's serious about getting to know you is the 
the amount of time and energy they give to you and how much they make you a priority and want to talk to you on a regular basis, all right? Those are the people you give your time to. Those are the people you give your video chat to, all right? That you're going to sit there on a video chat with them because you don't want to just video chat with everybody and have them waste your time, all right? You kind of want to screen people and see if they're worth your time. So that's why it's good to initially get on the phone with them and see what they're about, see what their level of interest is about. You'll you'll see that as each day goes by, you know, if they're consistent, is their pattern consistent in, you know, talking to you. Um, notice the, the kinds of texts they're sending you. Are they sending you texts that, you know, are, you know, descriptive, they asking questions, or are they just sending you texts like, how was your day? Or, okay, have a nice day good night. That's not somebody that's really getting to know you. Those are just superficial breadcrumbing texts to just, you know, letting you know that they're there and they're keeping the they're keeping it there, you know, to contact you when it's convenient for you, all right? So you show that person the same level of interest they show you, all right? Um and if you find that this person is just breadcrumbing you, just, you know, giving you the occasional text here or there whatever, I mean, don't look at that person as somebody long term, all right, because they're not putting any investment in getting to know you. So don't even waste your time on somebody like that. We like people who like us, right? So people that invest their time and energy, that's what we want. All right. I hope that helps you guys. And you know, it's a process. Dating is a process. All right. You got to really weed through, look at the pictures, look at what they wrote. Find out about their background, you know, look for those red flags and see if these people that you talk to are worth your time of getting on the phone or doing a video chat. But if they won't get on the phone, don't bother with them. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your time, okay? If they're not going to get on the phone with you, that's a red flag. They're probably got somebody. Either they're in a relationship and they're not telling you or they have a situationship or there could be somebody there, all right? So keep that in mind. I hope that helps you guys. And I also want to give out a shout to Billy in the UK. I read your um, review. Thank you, hon. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I was able to help you. Remember, always know your self-worth. Don't let anybody take your self-worth away, okay? Because each one of us has a value in this world and don't ever let anybody take it from you, all right? I hope that helps you guys. Um, if you like my podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share. Have a great day. Stay safe. We'll get through this one day at a time. Okay. Have a great night. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website. The link is in the podcast description and you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I wanna tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. 
The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay? And have a great day.